Welcome to the IVM Podcast Network. TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Geek Fruit with fellow and television geek stages Jishnu and Dinkar as they discuss the world of science fiction and nerd culture. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello and welcome everyone. This is the new episode of the TFG Indian Football Podcast. Now, if you were listening to us uh, yesterday, uh, we we were talking about all the retentions by ISL teams and talking about how they would uh, be instrumental in the team's upcoming season, and or if they could have. And we discussed that uh, we we pick our players. If you know the players that they've picked up, if not them, then maybe it would have been a better choice. Uh, so yesterday we did four teams. That's Mumbai City, uh, ATK, Chennai NFC, NFC Goa. Today we shall touch upon the other four teams. Uh, Bengaluru FC. We start with them, the new entrant into the ISL. Now they also had a signing, another foreign signing. They did yesterday, Dimas Delgado. uh Barcelona B product and he's played among very various other clubs uh, just like i mentioned yesterday we shall talk about the foreign signing a little later we here we are focusing on the indian retained players now let's start with bengaluru uh no surprises here they had to i'm, I'm pretty sure they had to go through a lot of uh, you know list of players okay whom do we keep whom do we keep but they finally they picked the two right players two consistent players who've been there for them since the start sunil chetri their captain and udanta singh mr flash kevin no surprises. prices there right uh no it was a difficult choice uh, yeah. see uh i think bengaluru has made up a squad uh in totality hmm. they do not have one star player or one single performer hmm. it's the team effort even if you look at the foreigners uh, right now we're not talking about the foreigners hmm. but they built a squad that you know uh, could have you know a replacement coming in the replacement could have been a better If if it was you know as in uh, you have one squad that plays regularly and you make one or two changes that second string side again brings you the same kind of performance that the first first team did hmm. so they've they've put in a lot of effort to create this team and for them it's really going to be difficult to get that same performance out of a new hmm. you know totally uh, out of scratch team hmm. so. it must have been very uh, uh, you know chaotic in the back end there for them because they needed chetri you yeah. know chetri is the most sought out player for india he's been there for whenever even the when uh, rising to the occasion for bengaluru fc not just mm. for the national team he's done that every time he he's asked for it yeah. no uh, so that was a clear choice for them but i i'm sure he must have demanded some something you know uh, it's not easy to keep somebody like sunil chetri in your team because uh, mumbai city also would have been just you know uh, trying to get all hands on him uh, so it must have been a good sum of money that uh, that kept sunil uh, chetri at bengaluru fc udanta was a good choice you know uh, he is one of the youngest players in the squad who's been getting regular call ups mm. and uh, he's also delivered you mm. know consistency is there for uh, udanta and the best part is he's just 21 hmm. you know he they could have gone for they could have gone for jingan they could have gone for uh, lindo lindo was also one of the choices but then again age is not on his side uh, if you were taken sunil chetri on your team and you have a lindo it becomes difficult to give lindo's starts but then udanta is somebody you know he delivers whenever he is expected he delivers and the combination of sunil chetri and uh, udanta my god we've seen them create yeah. wonders yeah so 
Bengaluru had a tough choice to make other than uh, uh, other teams you know uh, they had really difficult time to pick whom they want to keep among the indian players hmm. now challenge are you on the same page where uh, kevin made a point that uh, a big sum of amount must have attracted more not attracted one of the keys yeah, uh, that well, kept chetri well, i'll come to that later but hmm. first of all let me just reiterate something you know okay. this two player retention thing Hmm. You know this. This is so obviously the rule was brought in to rob Bengaluru FC. Hmm. Okay, they just it, it just robbed them of their character for now unless they manage to build it back in. Yeah. Because uh, the club grew and found success because they had a good Indian core and they kept it together for three years. Hmm. Okay, that's where the consistency comes from. That's what that's how they had the confidence. to go and add some foreigners and make some extra signings and build on what they already had hmm. and they knew it would pay off and that's what you know that that character that that consistency is what resulted in them making it to the AFC cup final okay and you put in this rule that they only can keep two indian uh, senior players and they have to you know forcibly let the others go even though i'm pretty sure most of the players that were let go wanted to stay in bengaluru fc and bengaluru fc wanted to keep them hmm. right so this was a forcible tearing apart of a family that we witnessed because uh, of this isl's rule that you have to give up most of your players if you right. want to play here so even bigger than the fantasy fee this is the price you pay it's hmm. a footballing price you know uh, and and they have made this compromise so good luck to them uh, and the second thing that baffles me is that Bengaluru FC have never played in ISL before. Hmm. All right. So who are they retaining? Like they they should. I mean, if they have never played in ISL before, then how does the retention term apply to them? Hmm. So okay, uh, Sunil Chetri obviously they were going to keep. You know because uh, he's he's been such an inst- uh, you know integral part of the team uh, and the direction it has been it has taken. He's he's a true leader. Right. There was no way they were going to let him go. Hmm. Udanta was a tough choice. They kept him as well. So if if uh, Bengaluru FC keeps Udanta and uh, Sunil, how come the term retention applies to uh, Eugene Sandeep at Pune City? He's a Bengaluru FC player who's moving on there. Hmm. So it is this this entire jumble that uh, that has been created by this rule, but. you know we can talk about it for hours so better just focus on the signings so the only uh, you know interesting i mean obviously everybody saw sunil's retention coming yeah udanta was a bit of a surprise because uh, you know i expected it to be either ck venit or regions and lindo or uh, somebody like that you know somebody with more experience but it's actually a very smart choice because mm. udanta is an upcoming star okay he is a young He's, you know, benefited immensely from his association uh, with Bengaluru FC. He's blossomed there. He has uh, become uh, the best so far, and his prime is yet to come. Yeah. So locking him down for uh, three, four years or five years, and ensuring that he, you know, develops this long-term relationship with the club, yeah. that is insurance for them for the next decade, probably. Right. You know, there's a good chance that Udanta will. Play there for years to come. Like I'm talking, ten, twelve years. Mm. You know, until his retirement. If they can make that happen, and Udanta will get better. You know, he will. Uh, he will probably reach his peak around uh, when he's uh, 27, 28, 29 year old. 
So if they show that confidence in him and foster that relationship, that gives them the next big superstar after Sunil Chetty because Sunil will not be there after three, four, five years. So this is another show of long-term vision for them, and uh, they have uh, let some others go. And I'm pretty sure, I'm I'm confident that many of these players who have left Bengaluru FC now will go back to Bengaluru FC once this ridiculous rule ends. Hmm. You know, once uh, the whole draft nonsense goes away, the retention, the yeah, once, it, goes be- away, once it becomes an official league, yeah. becomes open. Yeah, all of them will want to go back to Bengaluru FC, hmm. and uh, we'll we'll see what happens then. So, this will be a difficult season for Bengaluru FC. Uh, they will have to play with a, a very different team than the one they were used to. The draft is is shitty for you if you are very good at signing players. I mean, it's it's great for you if you're not good at going out and making deals with players. Then you're like, ah, I'm just gonna sit here and I'm gonna call out a name and that player is mine. Mm. You cannot say anything. Mm. But if you are one of the best clubs in the country, who is known for giving really good treatment to the players for their professionalism and really developing a player and giving them the best platform to exhibit their talents, it's bad for you because you will be robbed out of some of the best signings that you can make. Yeah. So that's what is happening with Bengaluru FC and uh, yeah, we'll see how they go through the season. I think the bigger trouble for Bengaluru FC is not playing in the ISL, it's for the AFC Cup campaign because what they've achieved so far in the tournament is because what they've done in the past two or three years and that all of a sudden is just put to, to put to the trash mm. you know there will be you know a, a big gap because they they've performed okay they didn't perform excellently in this season uh, i'm talking about the afc campaign they managed to scrape through you know mazia win was actually very close you know they it, one goal here and there could have been different so it's going to be tough for them in the AFC Cup rather than the ISL. ISL is just nothing but, uh, you know, it's not even talking about promotion relegation as of now. So it's not too competitive because, yes, there is the AFC Cup spot that is there up for grabs. But then what about the yeah. current AFC campaign? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent point because, look, even if they, like, whatever players they get from the draft mm. and they make up something of a squad, they will still have, like, three, four months to prepare for ISL, Right. Right. But that AFC Cup game is coming up like next month. It's in August. Mm. They will have a new team. The coach will have to get acquainted to a whole new slew of players. And they will not have the advantage that they had last year going into a difficult knockout stage of AFC Cup. But the players were already there. They already had a stable squad. Now they will have to build that stability within one month. Like Mm. the draft is on 23rd July. Uh, their first leg match against uh, North Korea's April 25th Sports Club, that's on 23rd August. One month, 31 days, they will have to uh, just build everything up. And they will be playing some friendlies here and there. But this will be the biggest challenge Bengal FC have ever faced. Not only because that North Korean club is an immensely tough team to beat, probably the uh, toughest team Bengal FC have faced after Alcoa Aljavia mm. in the AFC Cup final and they will have such a short time period to just 
yeah. get this team going yeah. it's going to be incredibly difficult yeah just like uh, to echo the points you know it's going to be a really challenge this will be a real test for bengaluru fc yes they've gained an entry into isl Yes, they've managed to get the ISL or AFC Cup spot, but here's where the challenge begins. You have a month's time to rebuild your whole team from the scratch. Yes, you've got two core players. Yes, you are signing some, retaining some foreign players. You're signing. You're on the or you're on the right path, but it's not in your hand what happens in the draft system. because you really have to fight it out there and because you because bengaluru fc will be in that spot for the very first time we'll have to wait and watch how they regroup and do they show that professionalism that they've been showing in the past 3 4 years here let's see how that works in their favor now moving on we're talking about lindo let's talk about his team and uh, the team that has retained him here in isl fc pune city I think it's a jackpot for them to have signed Lindo, and the other player that they've gone is with keeper, goalkeeper Vishal Keth. How how good or important is this pick for Vishal Keth? Personally, Kevin. Excellent. You know, for uh, a a player who's been called up for the national camp for the very first time, and uh, you know, uh, we heard someone saying, I can't recall like who. Even if you're part of the national camp and you don't get selected to the final squad, you gain a lot. Hmm. No, he's done that for his for himself. I think he's also part of the under twenty three squad, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, I'm not sure if he is going to be picked over hmm. there. But again, see, being part of the senior national camp gets you a whole lot of experience, which you might might never get at club level. Hmm. You know, it's a whole level of uh, uh, it's a higher level of coaching there. You know, uh, it's sports science, uh, science that is involved. It's more you know scientific methods that are used. It's an experienced coach along with an assistant that have vast experience it's mm. not club level we're talking about and countries that's the players the senior yes. players that you get to yes. share the dressing yes. room with so that that is very helpful for him and i hope he does big uh, again just like fc goa i don't have very high hopes from fc pune city whoever the coach might be but uh, good for him to get into the isl uh, uh, let's see that uh, his game time in in the team does not actually uh, bring down uh, is not brought down by the you know not so good performance by the team hmm. because even though if you get a good good team it's never guarantee that you know your progress graph is going to go up hmm. you require that support from the defense you require that support from the midfield else a goalkeeper really can be you know just shadowed down by uh, some really tough of opponents in tournament hmm. uh, about lindo you know he's 30 I'm I'm a little you know uh, skeptical about his uh, uh, progress over here because he he does not you know get picked so often but he he can deliver hmm. and so it's fine that he's there in Pune City but uh, I hope the team is better than what it was last season we've seen them not not doing so well in the ISL I hope this is a change for them. Hmm. Siranjit, do you see Habas making good use of Lindo here for the season? Well, I don't really have. I mean, uh, how many have we seen Higgins or Lindo in Pune City? Uh, he's been there uh, two seasons. Uh, I I think I think at Pune City, Higgins or Lindo has played uh, his worst. Mm. Okay, and, and I'm just uh, I'm just being honest here. Uh, I mean, we've seen him uh, in uh, Ramgarhi United. We've seen him in Dajong. We've seen that maiden season with uh, Bengaluru FC. Uh, where he scored six goals in the I League mm. uh, and played a big part in them winning Federation Cup. Uh, that, that was that was his best. Uh, ever since then, I, I think like 
you know, the 2014-15 season, sorry, 2015-16 season when he was, uh, you know, that that crazy thing was happening. He, uh, in, India was playing, and uh, ISL did not have a uh, you know international break, so mm. he he was uh, just moving back and forth between the ISL uh, team, Pune City, and uh, the national team uh, without any break. That sort of, uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, affected his concentration in ISL 2015. Hmm. Then he went back to, uh, you know, Bengaluru FC. He did a little bit uh, okay. He he was, uh, you know, he faced a lot of injuries. I think, uh, you know, part of it was caused by uh, the whole, uh, you know, thing. Uh, I think uh, the the entire hectic schedule that he had to face, hmm. you know, traveling with the Indian team to uh, you know different countries and playing World Cup qualifiers, and then coming back and playing that hectic ISL schedule uh, at Pune City, right. uh, kept him action for a while uh, at Bengaluru FC. Then when uh, last year uh, last year's ISL, he uh, was with Bengaluru FC for the most of the time because mm. they were still playing in uh, AFC Cup. Mm. And when he went to Pune City, uh, he needed rest, and uh, he he just started for them once, I think. Mm. Right? Mm. He, he played. Uh, he made three appearances, and he started for them once. Yeah. And uh, then he went and had a decent and okayish season for. Uh, uh, Bengaluru FC scored just one goal, assisted quite a few. He's, he's been uh, morphing into this uh, supporting role yeah. uh, ever since uh, that 2015-16 early season uh, debacle that he faced. Hmm. So, yeah, he's, he's, he looks less aggressive to me. Uh, he uh, is uh, seems like he's trying to keep up with the uh, you know with the pressure that's up there. Uh, he's he's been playing uh, for the national team for a long time, uh, and he's he's still an integral part of the national team. But uh, in the in the Asian Cup qualifiers, uh, four matches, he got two yellow cards. I, I've seen him lose uh, lose his head a couple of times, yeah. right? Uh, and he, and we've seen we've seen him score such beautiful goals uh, at at club level, like that goal against Jawad Darul Tazim yes. uh, away from home. Uh, last year during the AFC Cup uh, semi-finals. Like, where is his goal for the national team? I don't think he's scored a single goal hmm. so far yeah. for India. But, but yeah, you know, uh, he's, he's a midfielder attacking midfielder. You don't really, uh, you know, fault him for not scoring every time. Uh, but yeah, he scored one goal uh, in, in the last I league season. So you're not the best of shapes that he has been in. And, and his, his bad time is almost continuing for about a year hmm. I think uh, you know but but yeah hopefully, you know, all the best to him hopefully he recovers he's got huge star value he's got connection to the city of Pune he was uh, studying there uh, as he has always said uh, he's, uh, he's a very well known face and he will pull some crowds so Pune City did play uh, did pick him but yeah it's it's, uh, it's a bit interesting you know somebody who just who was on the bench a total of four times, made three appearances, got one start, uh, has been retained uh, by a uh, by the city over all of the Indian players who you know really served them throughout the season. Hmm. Uh, but you know, you know, but that's that's what we're talking about. Gijan Shilingo, an undisputed star. Yeah. Uh, and again, I think Pune City got lucky because uh, Bengaluru FC decided to keep Udanta uh, ahead of Eugene Salinto. And that's also another 
uh, another uh, indication of where he is right now as a player. Mm. If Bengaluru C went ten picked Udanta ahead of uh, Eugene Sulindo, that that shows a bit. Uh, so yeah, Pune City got lucky to have him back, uh, and uh, hopefully he recovers and plays even better and better because we need him in mm. the Asian Cup. You know, mm. there's, there's still no replacement for him. He he needs to deliver for for, for his club and in the national team. But look at Vishal Kheth. Yeah. Like, okay, he's he's an up and coming goalkeeper. He's just twenty years old, right? Mm. Uh, by the way, his his birthday is like ten days from now, so we'll be uh, we'll have to remember to wish him. Uh, he will be twenty one uh, on twenty second July. At twenty third July is the draft, so busy times ahead of us. Uh, we have uh, this guy who gets retained by an ISL team, right? And Can you take a guess how many ISL matches he has played so far in his career? Less than. Kevin, you want to go for it? He hasn't played. Yeah, he has yeah. played zero matches. <laughs> he has not played an ISL game in his life. Yeah, I think and he, he was. Retained. Yeah, I think he so, was rose. You know, what, what he rose to fame. He rose to uh, fame because of his yeah. performance at Shillong Lajong, right? Yeah, he's he's a, he's a uh, he was in Pune FC uh, Academy, I think before beforehand. Then he got loaned out to Shillong Lajong back mm. in 2014. Uh, first season he just played one game, I think. Uh, yeah, last season league. was his best. Then yeah, 2015-16 onwards he was the number one keeper mm. at Shillong Lajong, and he was awesome. Yeah, like Shillong Lajong's graph has gone up with him uh, in, in the uh, under the uh, bar, mm. and it has been so great for to see him just develop and. He, Imagine being a uh, you know being a first choice keeper at the top division when you are 19. Hmm. Like keepers, keepers reach their prime when they're 30, 31, 32. Yeah. Right. It it shows with experience. Such a young player who's who's uh, starting every week and uh, playing at the highest level and uh, delivering. Right. And it's not very easy to be the keeper for Shillong Lajong because uh, uh, you know all the big teams come and hammer a team like Shillong Lajong, a young team. Hmm. But he, uh, you know, withstood it. That's why he landed that Pune City contract last season. He did not get to play. He, I think, he was in the bench just uh, a total number of two times. Hmm. You know, but his uh, actual, uh, what do you call it? His actual evaluation was done by the Indian national team. Okay, they knew he was, you know, Shillong Lajong gave him the proper platform to perform, and he delivered for them. So he uh, got into the bench uh, in one game, I think, uh, recently. Uh, that was the Kyrgyzstan game on the bench for mm-hmm. that, uh, and uh, he is there for an under 23 team. So he is a future prospect. You know, good thing Singh Sandhu is what uh, 23, 24 right now. Yeah. Right, and this guy, this guy is. Probably one of his successors for a few years, mm. you know, at the national team. So, uh, you know, the, the Stephen Constantine has his math correct. You know, as long as you have the two established names, Gurpreet Singh Sandhu and uh, uh, Subhadra so Paul, you need to, you know, groom somebody who's got a few years on them, yeah. so that he can, uh, you know, gain some experience and step up when they step off. So, he, I think, Vishal Kaith is one of the main. Prospects for the national team in that sense, mm. and it, that's that's what has been recognized. So I I, I don't know I, I you know uh, maybe it will sound like I'm judging ISL, but but look at how your performance in ISL means so little 
when you are landing a contract in ISL. Everybody is looking at I League. Everybody is looking at a national team. Yeah. Okay. You know, maybe that will change now. Maybe uh, you know, in future, young players will be judged purely by their performance in ISL. When when ISL becomes a platform yeah. uh, that is capable of really bringing forth young players. So yeah. Uh, well, let's move on. We have two more teams to look at and I think the next one would be Kerala Blasters. I think this team has clearly you know, picked up the two strongest players of theirs. Uh, one that has been there since the inception and actually literally rose to the occasion uh, because of his performance and from then on he was a star wherever he went. And then the other one, of course, the local flavour, uh, the crowd puller. I think two. I think this is the two best signings However, it would uh, translate into action and into play. We'll have to wait and see. But I would say these two are the big pick that Kerala Blasters could do and they've done it. So, Chiranjit, what do you have to say about it? CK Vineet and Sandesh Jingan. Yeah, well, uh, two Bengal FC players going to Kerala Blasters, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> KBFC wrong being BFC, but obviously not. Uh, both CK Vineet but the and, other uh, side oh, uh, that will only apply done. for uh, CK Vineet Jingan was part of uh, Kerala Blasters since 2014 exactly. and then Bengaluru exactly and, and uh, Sunday Jingan is easily the original ISL superstar yes okay uh, I mean he's been there uh, he's played for United second Mumbai FC we've yeah. seen him do some real uh, great work yeah. but again those are French clubs mm. and uh, when you're playing for uh, clubs like them you know uh, uh, teams that usually finish on the bottom half of the league table mm. and you're a defender you don't your performance does not shine through right you know right. You, you, uh, because even though you are great the defensive unit is not that good mm. and your team concedes a lot of goals mm. so you know you get suppressed in that way, you know there are there are not many not much room for an individual talent to shine through. But Sunday Jingan got that first in Kerala Blasters when he went there, yeah. and that's why it was so awesome. Finally, he had a good team. Finally, he had uh, that chance to express himself, and he and he loved that crowd back hmm. back up, uh, and uh, they loved him. He loved them back, and you know the new star was born, and he's now the icon. If you, if you want to talk about one icon from Kerala Masters, yeah, that's him. Hmm. You know, the Indian market player. Hmm. So, yeah, he uh, rose to the national team as well. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's, he, I, I see him there for the next 10 years. Hmm. That, that's how awesome he is at Kerala Blasters. Uh, Bengaluru FC, yeah, he got a good experience. Uh, he got to play in AFC Cup. Uh, that was the first time he played in the international level for a club team. Hmm. Uh, he's been pretty good. Uh, for the national team as well, his game is getting better and better. Uh, reckless uh, though he is, uh, you know, does not really care for his own health and goes into those nasty tackles. Mm. Uh, and every time he does that, uh, I almost get a heart attack. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's great to see him put everything on the line and uh, he deserves it. Yeah. He probably should, uh, I mean, isn't he the uh, highest Indian player right now? Mm. Yeah, I think I think right now. I mean, uh, maybe maybe that will get overtaken soon by some other signing. But right now, he is uh, I think the uh, highest paid, and he yeah. deserves that. Yeah, he, he earned it. Yeah, absolutely, and it's a jackpot for Kerala Blasters. And CK Vineet, obviously, CK Vineet yeah. uh, again the same thing about Eugene Salinda. If Bengaluru FC could keep him, they would keep him, and uh, CK Vineet would stay at Bengaluru FC. There's no doubt in my mind about it. But mm. yeah. 
is that Kerala Blasters has been there for the last two years. Mm. Uh, has been benched a lot, like played some eight nine games uh, each season. Uh, but whenever he was, he has been there, he was uh, beautiful. You know, the, yeah. the the local boy, the way he delivered and the way he stepped up was awesome. Mm. How I mean, many goals for them? Like first season, he didn't score any goals. Uh, second season, Blasters. like yeah, he scored last almost five to six goals. goals. Yeah, five goals. So yeah, he he'll be right at home. Yeah, uh, literally. And then oh, yeah. to coming after the AFC campaign, he had hardly any matches, and he made a he made a mark. So I'm pretty sure Kerala Blasters will look at these two as. I think big if uh, Bengaluru FC had uh, a choice of retaining four players, <laughs> these two would have been the next two, yeah. you know, easily the best choice. And uh, what a what a season uh, uh, Jingan has had, you know, what an effect he's got. No, in uh, the- Kevin, I would like to counter by saying that uh, uh, probably Sandesh Jingan would have preferred to be at Kerala Blasters because that that's pretty much his club now. And uh, they would have kept using Salindo instead. Hmm. Could be, could be. Right, right, right. So, uh, an AFF product, Jingen, uh, he's just turning out to be one of the best defenders that India has produced. And uh, what maturity does does he show at? You know, even the toughest of uh, the games. You you see his performance against Kyrgyz Republic. Hmm. He was outstanding. You know, <laughs> yeah. I can just uh, get those images where he just thrown himself in front of the ball, not knowing wh- whether he's going to you know just walk up straight after that tackle or no. Yeah. He just puts his entire don't, body in front of the don't ball. Don't forget, just, uh, though it was friendly match against Nepal. You know what he did, right? I mean, his goal was. <laughs> you know, you know. I have played as a defender. I know how tough it yeah. is to just you know earn that name for yourself if your team is going to go down hmm. going down badly but he is one man army you know he'll just let everything go in that one tackle he will not care if he's able to do the next tackle or no hmm. you know that badass he is and CK when you know he's the crowd favorite at Kerala Blasters soon he's going to be called called a legend just like how Metabu Sen was called mm-hmm. at East Bengal I'm sure he's just one you know one season no one one or two seasons short He's just uh, maybe we can see some uh, statue unveiled of CK Vini <laughs> somewhere in the Kerala Blasters camp somewhere. Yeah, well, uh, interesting signings here, and the final team that we'll be looking at is the Northeast United FC, the team that was last to announce their signings, and uh, they've gone ahead for two young players, but two young and upcoming, and already earned their name in the big books of Indian football: Roland Bojas and Ranish TP. Kevin, did you have any surprises here? Yeah, Borges was had to be picked. You know, uh, no, no other better player uh, for for the Indian side. Uh, yes, we talked about uh, this earlier as well. Uh, Surabh Paul would have been a better choice uh, yeah. ahead of Rehnesh, but then all these things that are going around uh, his career about the doping scandal. Uh, but uh, uh, great that to uh, great to see him all to be all cleared of the, uh, the charges and uh, he's all clean. But uh, Rene Stipe, his his uh, experience at East Bengal has earned him this, hmm. and no better choice than uh, you know we've seen that trend. Goalkeepers had to be picked. At least uh, most of the teams have been doing. So Porges is that upcoming little star. Yeah. You know that defensive midfielder. Yeah. <laughs> Chiranjit. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, we talked about this in the previous episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that uh, yeah, I would have actually hoped to see. One northeastern player getting a uh, retention hmm. uh, at Northeast United, but yeah, they went with the experience. They went with the uh, star name, the promise, and in that way, Roland Borges and Renesh TP both are solid signings. Hmm. Uh, you want to keep keep hold of your goalkeeper because uh, you know you can't take a chance on that. You can take a chance on the defender. Hmm. Like okay, let's go to the draft. We'll see who, who we get. Okay, there will be somebody. 
uh, you can take a chance on like a winger position or a, or a side, uh, you know, one of the midfielders or whatever it is. But you can't really take a chance on goalkeeper. That's why you have seen so many goalkeepers getting retained. Yeah. You know, you want that stability, you want that security. So, yeah, that has happened with Rene Stipe and he deserves it. He's, mm. uh, uh, he's been awesome for North East United so far. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, uh, the presence has been immense. Mm. And even though North East United have not made it to the semi-finals yet, uh, it, it, it has been close last season. It's been yeah. uh, the defense as a whole. So yeah, he has served the club. Now the club is uh, you know recognizing that by giving him a, a extended contract, which is awesome. Uh, Rolling Borges, you know, I would have loved to see him play for FC Goa. Hmm. Okay, it is just meant to be at some point. Uh, it came out of uh, Sporting Club de Goa. Uh, he is a typical Goan boy. He's done so well for the national team. A proper superstar. Uh, he's going to get even bigger as he gains more experience. Uh, another great signing in terms of talent and promise. No, no complaint. Mm. You know, North East United went with the best that they could have. Yeah. So, yeah, great for them. Yeah. Well, now that brings us to the end of the you know the retention players. We already mentioned about Delhi Dynamos, so we don't want to discuss any much further and waste our time because they are not interested. So why are we? We aren't interested either. <laughs> and no wait. news about the ghost team. Yeah, actually, they st- they still remain as a ghost team. So probably you never know when we are approaching, we are nearing the dates of the draft system, then we will know. Okay, this team has come up. Oh, <laughs> you know. So let's see how that goes about, and uh, we will continue talking about Indian football, about of course about the signings. Other, other various news from Indian football we will let you know and if you're listening to us on YouTube like, share, subscribe and hit, hit the bell icon to get updates of a new episode you can also listen to us on Audioboom, SoundCloud, iTunes and various other podcasting apps download the IVM podcast app and uh, follow the TFG football Twitter handle where you get updates about everything Indian football and you can also read all these stories on our website thefangarage.com have a great day folks you can also talk to us directly Shiranji, Doja, Boza, underscore Kevin Siju, Matthew 94 those are our respected Twitter handles have a great day Come back to us tomorrow because we're a daily show. Enjoy. That was Tantric Steve from Hansraj College, Delhi, performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them, there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India. But unfortunately, most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this, we started ATKT.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper. And I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through ATKT.in, Tanya, my colleague who's a dancer, and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India. And this goes up on our website, our social media, TV, radio, and now of course, this podcast with IVM. Make sure you go to our website, support the talent with your likes, your shares, your comments, all of that really matters. Go ahead, check it out. ATKT.in Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. Sorry to say, but there's been a slight delay due to the apocalypse having suddenly begun. As you can see, there's death, destruction and chaos taking place all around us. But don't you worry, food and drinks will be served shortly and I would recommend checking out 
IVM Podcasts. To get some of your favorite Indian podcasts, we'll keep you going till this whole thing blows over. Thank you.